Coming to you from Keiko Studios, it's The Balcony Show with Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, Mike Roy, Donna Gallucci, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. Welcome to the Balcony Show. Oh, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy Sorry people. Sorry you have to put up with oh. us. <laughs> On today's show, we're going to have an interview with uh, Jamie from Kind... Jamie Ramsden. Is that how you say his name, Matt yep. Cat? Yep. Jamie Ramsden from Kind-Hearted Thieves. So uh, he's got his new album out. What's the name, Matt Cat? Because I'll screw it up. <laughs> Love and Other Curses? That's the one. Yep. See? I didn't. You did such a fine job. That's I great. I did. That's a great title. <laughs> I did. I like that. But anyways, we're looking forward to bringing you his music. There's a lot of interesting twists and turns. Um, if you haven't caught the video, Nevermore, then you certainly want to get it and uh, yeah. take those, a listen. For those that listened to this a couple of years ago when we first did it, uh, his song Nevermore was first showcased through the Facebook algorithm being shared out there to... The Facebook universe. Now mm. it's got like over a wow. million views. It's yeah. like insane. Nuts. But but first, tonight, I have what I'm going to call a thatch tag pass off. Thatch tag <laughs> oh, pass off. Hey, that's new. And guess who I'm passing the thatch yeah. tag to? Let, know, me, let fun, me think about funny this. Funny thing. You pull the pin <laughs> on a hand grenade, you kind of pass that off too. Here we yeah. go. So uh, thatch tag spirit animal. That's tag spirit animal. Mm-mm. All right. So, uh, oh, <laughs> seriously? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, her thatch tag is drunk pig fights cow before passing out after downing 18 cans of beer. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I think I used to hang out with this pig. I might have banned this pig. <laughs> <laughs> the the pickled porkers stole beer from campers before trying to fight a cow. Oh, Have wow. a drunken dip and go hunting for food. This is by uh, Ian McNeil, The Mirror, UK. So for all you of UK course, listeners, UK, you, you UK. guys, yeah. <laughs> it would have to be an English pig that, you know, <laughs> hello. I wonder what kind of beer that he was right? nicking. A boozed up pig is nursing the hangover from uh, nursing the hangover from hell after going on a rampage fueled by 18 cans of lager. <laughs> the pickled porker stole beer from campers before trying to fight a cow. <laughs> Have a drunken dip and go hunting for food. Uh, it eventually passed out after the epic bender in Portland Headland, uh, Western Australia. A, uh, a camper who spotted the boorish behavior told ABC News, <laughs> it was in the middle of the night and it was these people camping opposite us and they heard this crunching of, of the can and they got their torch out and shown it in the pig and there was this scrunching away at their cans. Just mm. pig just having at it. And then he went and raided their rubbish uh, they had sort of covered over with a, a bin as well. And then there was some other people camped right on the river and they saw him running around their vehicle being chased by a cow. 
Nice. It was going around and around, and then it went into the river and swam across to the middle of the river. It, the, the people that were camped on the river went across and crept up on it, and it was hiding and sleeping under a big log right on the edge of the water. Mm. As initially thought, the beer-swilling hog or the beer-swilling swine stole just a six-pack of lager, but the campers believe it was more. It wasn't six cans. It was about 18. I believe it crunched. Australian authorities are still trying to find the animal, but (laughs) have so far had no success. It was last seen near the river itself under a tree. Uh, Spokeswoman Fiona Finley said, "Um, I think it's nursing ahead today. (laughs) Wow. Can you imagine (laughs) being camping and having... (laughs) P.S., our guys aren't equipped to contain or control these wild animals, especially under the influence. The guys who attended the scene said that uh, they had a chat to the guys and, well, they were more upset the pigs stole their beer. <laughs> I'd be upset. Oh, yeah. It's upsetting. Yeah. Okay, but watching a cow chasing a pig, and what is a cow doing in the woods? I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, geez. these are que- there's questions I have here, folks. <laughs> Lots there's of que- questions. <laughs> you see, there was this pig, and then there was a cow. All right. I mean, if you told somebody that after you were out camping, well, let me. You're not going to believe what happened to me last <laughs> night. I can hear the wife now. Where were you guys on weekend? Well, you see, there was this pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, that'll fly. He, he stole our beer. Yeah. He, he stole fly. Our beer. fly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Picked a fight with a cow. Yeah, okay. What drugs were you guys on? Yep. So They had I think, beef. I think yeah. this pig deserves a name. I really do. It's called Bob. It's just called Bob. We'll call Bob. him Bob the pig. Bob the beer swilling swine. Bob the beer swilling swine. There, there it is. Go. I like yeah. that. So we've given him a name, anyways. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna get things started tonight with uh, this great show. And the first song we're gonna play from you is from one of our favorite artists, Matt D, off of his uh, album Jericho Gap. And the name of the song is That July Flood. So take a listen, and we'll be right back with the rest of the show.
The moon takes the clouds with its clarity train. Your horse may be high. But it's tainted and lame Careful not to fall upon your words Humanity's left Dead for the buzz Don't lose the meaning, my friend Never again Just to soothe the scar Nevermore Stories for no 
Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Balcony Show. We're very excited because we have Jamie Ramsden on the line from Kind-Hearted Thieves. I don't know if you're aware of him or you have seen him, but he made a video online and it went viral. And it is up over, I think, a million views now. So congratulations on that. And now he has released... Love and Other Curses, his first album. So welcome to the show, Jamie, and congratulations. Thank you very much. How's it going, everybody? Really yeah. good. Really good. So Nevermore, which is the first song our listeners heard, this is the, th- this is the song that started it all for mm-hmm. this trend. Let's just say, I'm sure you've been doing music for a long time. What, what did oh, yeah. that feel like when that, when that took off like that? Um, it was... A surprise. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a surprise is probably the best way to put it, really. I, uh, it was probably the first song I'd ever written properly from start to finish. So, uh, yeah, it was definitely unexpected. And and then you do a crowdfunding, right? So that you can now make an album of your other songs, too. And thus, Love and Curses was born. And there's some really interesting things that happened on this album. One of the things that I think is really cool is that you had somebody from the United States come over and play drums. Yeah. You want to talk yeah, about yeah. that a little um, bit and the album and how it came together? Yeah. So we ran the crowdfund. I'm trying to think of what year it was, but either way, we ran the crowdfund and managed to raise enough money to record the album. Um, which was amazing. And then one of the people that had chipped in on the crowdfund said that they knew members of Pearl Jam. Um, At which point I was, kind of didn't believe them. He's like, yeah, Uh, right. Yeah, but I thought, well, I'll humor the guy and I'll I'll get chatting to him. And to be fair, he was a really nice guy. Anyway, about a week later, after I assumed that it had all just sort of gone away. I got added to a, a chat group with David Abraziz, who is the nice. previous drummer for Pearl Jam. Back when they were uh <laughs> back when they were bigger. Um yep. during during their major sort of nineteen ninety five era, um he was their drummer. Wow. And it turned out that we ended up hitting it off and got really friendly really and talking about music and talking about like I mean grunge music and that era is like my favorite stuff so uh, we got talking about that a lot and then I just mentioned that it'd be really cool if he could play on the album and he said yeah so I was like okay this is crazy (laughs) so uh, so he was supposed to just play on one song I think I ended up blagging him to do three um, yeah, and then well, you also, got him there. I don't blame you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, that's it. Um, and then I masked, he um, got one of his friends to master it. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's looking like it'll be a reasonably long term friendship, really. He's uh, looking like he's going to be on one of the next singles coming out in the next. How couple awesome of months. is that? It's amazing. Congratulations story. to you for that. That is excellent. It's, it's ridiculous. It, do, it doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> see, I can um, see that yeah. this whole thing has not changed you, Jamie, and that's why we love you. 
<laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah, just ble- it, it was ridiculous. Cause I'd be sat watching TV with the kids or whatever on like a Saturday night, and then I'll get a message, and it's <laughs> David Abraziz from Pearl Jam, and I'm like, "What? Wow. This doesn't make any sense." Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, fortunately, he's a really down to earth dude. He's a really friendly guy, um, and we get on really well. So it's yeah, it's loads of fun. That's really wow. cool. So Love and Other Curses, that's the next song our listeners are, are going to hear. Um, can you talk about this a little bit? Yeah, so the song Love and Other Curses, I think it was a book title that I read, and I thought that's a really cool sort of idea. So I started playing around with it. I've had in my history some issues with addiction and stuff, so I thought it was interesting how sort of how love can make you do things that you wouldn't usually probably do if you were in a logical mindset, much the same no. way that addiction. And- <laughs> Is anyone ever in a logical uh, mindset? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so, yes, I thought, well, alcohol or drugs or whatever, they're all, they're all the same thing. You end up just doing stupid stuff that you probably shouldn't uh, or wouldn't normally do. And so I wrote a song about how that sort of, juxtaposition of the two things work and that's how that song came about really and why did you choose to make that the name of the album then um it kind of put a full stop on the my writing processes and where my mind had been for the for that period of time really feels like an album should be a snapshot in what you've been doing and that felt like the most relatable to myself song that I'd written of them all. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, then we're going to stop. We're going to take a listen to Love and Other Curses by Kind Hearted Thieves. And we'll be right back with the rest of the interview. Though my soul denies it 
But how can I be spared As disdain only rises And the light is in the dark Though I bring the rain I can't stop fading away And the love is a mistake to the balcony show we are on the phone with jamie ramson from way across the pond uh do you have any tour plans set up is there any you know is there anything where you're going to start expanding your live reach although it, it looks on the outside like we're m- much more successful than we are i suppose and um, we're completely self self-funded so by either ourselves or our fans and so a lot of whether or not we're doing gigs and stuff is just governed by whether or not we can we can afford it right um so so yeah so we've got a few gigs coming up um that i'm currently trying to get booked in because i'm the manager booking agent record label and everything else in combined and so we're gonna have a couple of planned over the next six months Nice. Um, but we're mainly working on just working on the second album, um, working on building up uh, the crowdfund uh, stuff that we need to set up in order to be able to launch that second album. That uh, cool. And that's kind of where the main focus is at the moment. Right. Now, you know. You know what? Maybe that could be a first time thing too. A crowdfunded tour. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 That'd be like you know. We need X amount of dollars to play this venue in this place. Let's hit it. You know, there's know. there's our goal. Has anybody yeah. ever fire done that? Tonight. He's yeah. not, I don't think anybody's ever done no, that, honestly. I, I, I've never yeah. heard that. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, you know. It's a cool idea, yeah. So we're currently, um, we're going to be launching a fan club soon, which uh, is on. It's going to be on Patreon. So it's a bit, so it's basically a Patreon page, but it'll... Right. Enable people similarly to crowdfunding, really, to support us and help us out a little bit financially to be able to create more things, do things like tours, do the next album. Um, but in return, they'll receive loads of cool stuff like merchandise, um, lyric book, and ticket 
money off tickets and stuff like that. So yeah. that's the next thing that's happening. In well, the next you couple for of sure got to keep us up to posted on that because when you do that, uh, Jamie, we will definitely share it on our page. So your listeners over here and well, actually our listeners can, uh, you know, help you along. Continue sure. to share in your yeah. journey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks. That'd be amazing. I mean, the book I'm working on at the moment is in, it just, I set off on, uh, with a, my problem is, is I have this idea and I think, oh, that's cool. I start doing it. I make it a thing that we're going to do. And then I realize how much work it entails. Um, <laughs> <laughs> totally relate, brother. Totally relate. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, so as part of the, the fan club, we're, we're sending out, um, printed lyric books but I'm going to have handwritten all of them and we've created unique artwork for every single song that goes throughout the album that I've hand painted or drawn oh wow which is yeah it's going to be cool when it's finished but I didn't quite realise how much of an effort that was going to take oh yeah wow um, so yeah so that's quite uh, yeah that's what I was doing just before uh, just before you guys called actually I was sat that painting wow that's really awesome so uh, your last song that we're going to hear jamie is winter's child and both mad cat and i really like yeah this it's song. a really good song um thank you well we were talking about it yet both shaking her head oh what about me what about me <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, what is. about the rest of us <laughs> chime in <laughs> <laughs> We have a very weird crew, Jamie. I, I'd like, on behalf of this cr show, I'd like to apologize oh, for all of them. There we go. So dramatic. Once again, I am Thanks a standout normal person. So dramatic. Don't let him fool you, Jamie. <laughs> Anyways, back to the question. Winter's Child, both Mad Cat and our crew, really love this song, Jamie. <laughs> so what is Winter's Child about? So it was originally called Wednesday's Child. Okay. Um, because Wednesday's child is full of woe. And uh, I was born on a Wednesday, and my mum always said that that was why I had such a, uh, I was such a miserable git. And so I wrote Wednesday. Yeah. So I wrote Wednesday's child, and then Wednesday, the uh, Adams family thing came out, and I thought, oh, oh everybody will probably yeah. think that it's. Adam's family related. So I changed it to winter. Uh, yeah, so to a degree, it's actually about Wednesday's child, but in but it would just change the name of the title of the song. <laughs> but it works, <laughs> though, because winter is always where you, you know, you the light is, is, is gone, and you know what I mean? Like, so I can see where winter's child would work, too, because a lot yeah. of people get really sad in the wintertime, and, and you do dive deep in the wintertime, at least you should, so... Um, yeah, that, it's a perfect title. So let yeah, me ask you. you, Jamie, tell me one thing about you that most people would not know. <laughs> um, I probably shouldn't say, shouldn't say this really on, on the radio. Oh, you can tell me. Uh, I won't tell you. Now, now we need to know. <laughs> yeah. No one's listening. Uh, I play an, an unhealthy amount of chess. Oh, chess. Oh, oh yeah. man. Yeah, chess is rules. Chess rules, man. Yeah. Yeah, you have several yeah. chess players on I mean, I, I can't I can't say that we play an unhealthy amount, but we can respect the fact that you do. Yes, exactly. 
For those no, that's that, a great I, game. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's just not... I, yeah, I, I think when people look at me, they don't think he plays chess. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it hooked me during, um, during COVID lockdown. Oh, and okay. I actually... I actually got um, the thing. The website that I use tells you how much you played, and I actually oh. played in the top one percent last year. <laughs> oh, no. no, that is a lot. That's a lot. That may be unhealthy. I don't know, but you know, if it makes you happy, so what? Not if it makes me happy. It makes me frustrated. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. Awesome. Well, listen, uh, Jamie, I'm going to encourage all of our listeners. You're going to want to get out and you're going to want the whole album, Love and Other C- Curses, for sure. Go to go to wherever you get your streaming um, and download this album and do follow our page. We will put his Patreon page and we will continue to follow uh, Jamie. But I can't tell you enough how grateful we are that you you stayed up and took the time to spend here on the show with us and... With that, uh, you have any final shout-outs to anybody? Uh, yeah, I'll just say hello to Dave. I had Dave Abrazees. Um, this will just really annoy him that I've mentioned him again. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Um, uh, with that, I'm going to say goodnight to you, sir. And everybody take a listen to Winter's Child by Kindhearted Thieves. And we'll be right back with the rest of the show. All that ails me Brace yourself as I slam my stake into the ground Haste will not save me Blinded by the halo I know I must be proud From my bones 
It's another Mad Cats, Mad Tracks. Hey, we have a song, Terra by Last Legs. I like this song. I dig it. Give it a listen. Turn it up. Chill. Relax. Stand up. Sit down. Whichever one you're going to do. But give it a listen. And here we go. When I was young, I ran away. I slipped in a dugout. Visiting team to the cops found me. They drove me back home. And I laid on the car. I watched a hundred and twenty minutes in the living room by. You can take me anywhere As long as it's away from me As long as it's away from me Later that night My mother told my father How she was finished Let the kids choose who they want to live. 
2024, another tip coming your way for indie artists out there in the world trying to land on the map. So here's a cool idea. When you have um, a new release or some kind of an event, concert, whatever, something big that you want to promote and you don't want people to forget about after you've maybe initially introduced whatever it is that you're promoting, create a Facebook event to help you announce things. So for example, I know a lot of people put out new albums or a new single and they do the pre-save thing through Spotify. And I know sometimes people don't like to do that because depending on the platform you're using, sometimes you have to log in like through Facebook into your Spotify account. And I personally don't like that, even for like big famous artists or whatever. I just don't want to give my information out, like logging in one platform into another. And right. anyway, so, um, so check it out. Mike Roy, let's say you guys have a new single coming out soon or you want to make an announcement. You can do your pre-save. You can put it on Facebook and all your socials, but create a Facebook event for your announcement. And in the description, you can put in all your relevant information. You put a date for your release mm, yeah. and it's going to automatically remind your uh, quote unquote attendees of that event. That's really, so how really cute is that? Really smart. It's really cute. It's, it's a great cute. tip. It's the cutest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just so, so cute. So it kind of puts the pressure off of yeah. you having to right. remember like, oh, or, you know, you want to do all this ahead of time promo. I mean, that's one thing that you can, you know, create an it event It does notify all of your people oh, yeah. though. That's what's yeah. really yeah, cool Yeah, that's what's about really it. great. Yeah. yeah. I do that for, you know. Whatever, Coach Bingo, whatever. Like I always hit, <laughs> I always hit interested because I like want to be reminded because right, 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 there's yeah, so much yeah. stuff going on. Or even like you know whatever. I would love to get an event or an in, an invite. You know, like Mike, you have a new album coming yeah, out. Yeah, that's single love you want. Right? Isn't that a great idea? Absolutely. Or when bands are performing, like you create an event and it reminds you that yeah. hey, Mike Roy's band is playing this weekend. Or right. why not do that for uh, for announcements? And if you, if you, maybe the strategic thing Mm -hmm. is to do it so that it's like a couple weeks ahead of time so that this shows up in their feed as a reminder several times. That's smart. Yeah. And do maybe like an album event as a reminder, but then you have a single that's following up on that. No, it's a great tool. Yeah. I would say even beyond a tip, it's a tool. (laughs) Here we go. <laughs> Here we go again. Ben just yes. the tip. Here yes. we go. It is. It's not just it's the tip. Than it's better the tip. tool. It oh is a tool. <laughs> it's the tip of the tool. Uh, Here we are right. back in the gutter. Well, enjoy. And every week for the rest of the year, we're going to try to come up with these cool ideas for everybody. All right. I'd like to remind you that The Balcony Show is proudly produced right here at Keiko Studios in Penargel, Pennsylvania. So hit them up for all your musical production needs. And go to KeikoStudios.com. KeikoStudios.com. Welcome to another edition of Mike's Music Box. Inside, you're going to hear some stories of the macabre, the paranormal, and the strange. So stay tuned if you dare. That's right. And welcome back to The Balcony. This is another edition of Mike's Music Box. And today we're going to continue our conversation from last week. UFOs, UFOs. Yes, we are UFO lovers here. Uh, We're going to talk about more rock stars encountering UFOs and alien phenomena. Um, So there are quite a few other musicians who claim out of this world influences besides John Lennon and Hendrix, uh, which we've gone over in past episodes. Let's start with a few blurbs about a few. Of course... 
there's David Bowie. Oh, wow. It's not the biggest surprise that Ziggy Stardust himself believes in aliens, but it might be more than a fictional musical character. In 1974, Bowie told TV host Dick Cavett that he would rather fly in saucers than airplanes. He also said the following in a Cream Magazine article. He ended up working for a UFO magazine in England, and he was made uh, to hang out in an observatory to where he would see to six to seven sightings a night while he was there in said observatory. So I don't know where that went, but um, that was... Wow. Yeah. I'm um, not surprised, though. Uh, the, well, let's fast forward to, to somebody else little uh, that I didn't know had anything to do with this. Let's fast forward to Sammy Hagar. The Van Halen star said aliens tapped into my mind through some kind of mysterious wireless connection from his 2011 memoir. He also said he was abducted by aliens when he was 18 and in 1967, he said, I was in bed and all of a sudden I could see into my head. I could feel that there's two aliens in a ship and I could see that they had something plugged into me. So, okay. Uh, remember, this was before Wi-Fi and cell phones, apparently before uh, he probably started drinking or anything like that. So, Before the tequila. He did put that in his book. Olivia Newton-John, when she Aww. was 15, the Grease star told the sun that she spotted a silver object in the sky moving at incredible speeds. She said this put a whole new meaning to the song Grease Lightning for her. Mm. Oh, wow. Who well, would have ever thought? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Olivia. Then, of course, there's British pop star Robbie Williams. In 2008, Robbie told singer Joss Stone in an interview that he was planning on giving up being a pop star to become a full-time UFOologist. He shared a number of experiences with her, including the weirdest one yet, while he was playing his own song, Arizona, about alien contact. I stood on the balcony, and there was this big ball of gold light that turned up, he told the singer. We thought it was Venus or Mars or something. Then the song stopped playing and the light disappeared. But then we put Arizona on again and the ball turns up and it happened four times. After that, a massive electrical storm started and these two big massive balls of light started dancing in the sky. It was like a whole <laughs> light show for about an hour. Thanks for everybody keeping their composure over that sentence. And that's it for this week's episode of Mike's Music Box here on the balcony. Thank you for listening. And as always, remember, sleep tight. I've got balls of light. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for the spotlight portion of our show where we showcase new singles from returning guests. And your host is Donna freaking Gallucci. Oh, yeah, Woo! Donna freaking Gallucci. Some pizza. Go make me a pizza. Hey, yeah, make me a pizza. The mozzarella. The mozzarella. A little shop on West Forty Third. Go get it. A little bit of Forty Third and Gabagool. Oh my god. Oh my god. Very good, Mike. You know about Gabagool. So on Spotlight today, we have a great song by Stephen Wrench, one of our former guests. But before that, some great news about Heart. I oh. love Heart. Oh, great, who great, yeah. great, great. <laughs> who doesn't? I, I've never heard anybody ever in Ooh. my years on this earth ever say they did not like Heart. Yeah, yep. yeah, absolutely. Yep. I agree. That's yep. one band. Yeah, for sure. And um, they actually shared a stage together. I think it was the last week in December of 2023 for the first time since 2019. Yeah. Wow. 
Yep. They uh, had a concert in Southern California and they had their backing band with them and they played 18 songs, massive set list, oh, all their hits, How amazing. all their amazing hits. And they wrapped it up with two Led Zeppelin songs, oh, Led Zeppelin covers, which was perfect. Absolutely awesome. And there's some videos out there of, of you know, fan videos yeah. on YouTube, which show, you know, you can see still the chemistry going oh, on between, you know, the sisters and they <laughs> sound great. Yeah. You know? They're playing great. And in addition to this gig that I was talking about, they also played New Year's Eve in Seattle. They played a show. They played oh. a couple of shows um, before the uh, beginning of the new year. And we'll see what happens, you know, in the future. I know one thing for sure. They will be um, doing some shows with um, the arena tour that's coming up. The stadium tour with Def Leppard and Journey. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, Hart will be their special guest for some of those shows. Oh, that's so cool. So that's, that's really cool. What a great, great show. Could you imagine Def Leppard and Journey and Hart? <laughs> what a that's bill. a great, oh man. <laughs> that's awesome. That's sold so out. So good stuff to look forward to. Um, so now on Spotlight, we uh, want to turn our attention to Stephen Wrench. Uh, his song, L Out of Lonely. Oh, I love this song. What a great song. Um, Singer, songwriter, producer, promoter, guitarist, manager. Yeah, he that played... all describes Stephen Wrench. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Over forty-five years of working with or for or on behalf of and other artists. In the music business, he was like I think he was a vice president of a record of label. RCA. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. Just it's insane. Yeah, he's worked with some of the world's most groundbreaking artists, from Leonard Skinner to Tom Petty to Paul Simon. Reba McIntyre and wow. the list just goes on and on. And and just on a side note, he is a really great supporter of independent music mm -hmm. and independent mm -hmm. music. Sure. Mm. You know, he's and a really great guy. So shout out to I'm going to say shout out to him and his wife Rhonda because both of them are just mm -hmm. really really great people. Yeah. Yeah. And um obviously he's a veteran songwriter and for this song, L Out of Lonely, he teams up with another veteran songwriter Grammy nominated to gold and one platinum record and 14 number one hits. Wow. Thornton Klein for this wow. song. Mm -hmm. Well, the song made me cry. <laughs> I was listening to it. It's a, it's a great song. Check it out. L out of lonely by Steven wrench. Only you can say this desolate island. I can turn. Your sad eyes into smiling Only you Only me Only you can take away my solitude Only I can help you shake the blues If only we could take the
for listening to another great episode of Independent Music. Yeah, brought to thanks you. for listening. So good. By so us good. and our folks right here at Keiko Studios. Keiko so Studios. Check them out again. I really love him. Jamie, yeah. I, ca- I, I hope that awesome the, you music, know, awesome nothing but good things There's come good his dude. way. Yeah. Great He's interview. Just, yeah. just a great dude. Anyways, we're going to finish tonight with a song by Pajo Dolan. And the name of the song is Rings of Saturn. I'd like to remind you that a Reverb Nation campaign is now being kicked off. If you want to get on the show, that's the best way to do it. Submit your music through Reverb Nation campaign and we will find you. And if you're really good, we'll contact you. Mm -hmm. I guarantee it. So with that. You guys got anything? We got nothing. We got nothing. We got nothing. We got nothing. Not, nada. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks again, Jamie Ramsden, Kindhearted Thieves. Check them out. Good night, everybody from the Balcony Show. We will catch you next week. Peace. Pick you up in half an hour. Just finish work and I should grab a shower. Tell me all about your morning We could spin into the town But there's never a whole lot going down So we go nowhere in particular Speeding in my little rocket I look at you and I smile because This is everything a boy like me could want We go driving on the rings of Saturn Past the moon up to your castle You should live up with the stars And I could visit in my car I am late to collect you For that I have no excuse 
Except I don't know where I'm going When you're young it's hard to tell But your parents thought you well Take no nonsense Go where your heart is We go driving on the rings of Saturn Past the moon up to your castle Should live up with the stars and like a visit in my car.